The Sensemaker. Hi, I'm Claudia and this is Sensemaker from tortoisemedia.com. One story every day to make sense of the world. Today, why the government is fighting over avocados, marmite and cream tea. It's hard to explain. I don't really like toffee that much, but that advert did make it look quite nice. There's a little bit of all of us in that little boy. You're not particularly hungry and then, whoa, you see an advert for something delicious and before you know it, you're heading down to the corner shop. Now, Michael Jacobson is a man you've probably never heard of, but this week his life's work has almost come to fruition in the UK. Some people call us the food police because we're the group that blew the whistle on the staggering calorie and fat counts in movie theatre popcorn, fettuccine alfredo, kung pao chicken and other popular restaurant meals. Michael Jacobson is the chief of the food police. He spent the past four decades shaping the public debate about food and health. But, you know, we've always thought of ourselves more as food detectives, investigating unsafe food additives, scouring supermarket shelves for deceptive labels, exposing exactly who's paying for the latest study by spotlighting... In fact, Michael Jacobson is the man who came up with phrases like junk food and food porn, phrases we now use all the time. And this week, long after his campaign began, the government announced it was going to crack down on junk food advertising as a way, in the end, to crack down on junk food. From April 2022, there'll be a total ban on all junk food adverts, online and on TV, before the 9pm watershed. That includes advertising any food that's high in saturated fat, salt or sugar. But there's been pushback from businesses and broadcasters complaining that there's no evidence it will actually do anything to help what's been described as an obesity epidemic in the UK. So the question is, how do you decide what actually counts as junk food? Have you noticed more people picking up items in grocery stores and checking the label for the calorie count or the amount of grams of sugar or saturated fats? It's strange to think of picking up a jar or a packet and not finding a list of ingredients on the back. But food labelling is actually quite a new phenomenon. Think of a label, you know, it's this big. Think of it as a battleground. And it was a battleground Michael Jacobson fought on for years. Where that's the, cons- the industry's way to get you to buy the product. They want to make it as tempting, as beautiful looking as possible. And then the consumer, consumer wants information. Usually consumer wants honest information. Uh, and so there's that tension between the industry and the consumer. The food industry would say, and they'd be right, that food has got a lot cheaper over the years. The average family in the UK spends much less on food these days than their parents or grandparents had to. But we've discovered that there are downsides to all that cheap food. One in three children leaves primary school either overweight or obese. And the government seems to have finally had enough. Possibly COVID has played into their thinking. One of the things we learned from the pandemic was that being overweight or obese makes your outcomes much worse if you caught the virus. And it didn't matter who you were an overweight prime minister, would suffer just like the rest of us. You know, I'm not normally a believer in nannying or bossying type of, uh, of, of politics, but the reality is that uh, obesity is one of the real comorbidity factors. It's losing weight is frankly... One but what of the you or I think of as junk food is just the start of it. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you 
everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. In the 1940s, baked beans on toast with a bit of tomato ketchup on the side was supposedly junk food. Today, under the government's new regulations, things like Marmite, hummus, yogurt and even avocados are technically all in the firing line because they're high in sugar, fat or salt. And ironically, many of the foods advertised in the government's own Food is Great campaign, promoting salmon and cream tea, would also be targeted. So takeaways and restaurants have criticised the government's approach, saying it's just a slap in the face that will do little to help people make healthy choices. And campaigners have pointed out that social and environmental factors, such as poverty, are more pressing issues when it comes to obesity. The government's impact assessment said that the nine o'clock watershed for advertising would reduce uh, calories by, I think, two or three per day. That's a bit less than five grapes. Uh, so, you know, we're, we're in danger of taking action here, which is kind of tokenist. It's about chasing headlines. So let's look at what actually counts as junk food. It will all be determined by something called a nutrient profiling model, which was developed by the Food Standards Agency 15 years ago. The model uses a scoring system. It balances beneficial nutrients that are particularly important to children's diets against all the bad bits. Then the overall score will indicate whether that food or drink can be advertised. So a serving of Marmite scores really well on both sugar and fat, but it's full of salt, bringing down its overall score, which means it ends up on the banned list. That means you might only see adverts for Marmite after 9pm. But despite all the backlash from businesses and broadcasters, they're up against a system that they might find hard to argue with. It's not just a back-of-the-envelope thing. There's proper science behind it. And it's supported by both the Independent Scientific Advisory Committee on Nutrition and a wide range of nutrition experts. Of course, it's one thing to have a solid set of reasons for saying something is a junk food and something else isn't. But what the government can't scientifically prove is whether an advertising ban will make people eat less of the food they consider to be junk and more good stuff. That's guesswork, not science. Thanks for listening to The Sensemaker. It's made by me and my colleagues Nimo, Imizav and Ella at Tortoise Media. We're trying to build a different kind of newsroom at Tortoise, one that's open, collaborative and free from all the clutter and the noise of the daily news cycle. We'd love you to be a part of it by signing up. It's really easy to do and membership starts from just £1 a week. Go to tortoisemedia.com forward slash friend and use my personal promo code, Claudia50. That's C-L-A-U-D-I-A 5-0 and you'll get 50% off. Today's Sensemaker was written and produced by Imi Harper. The Sensemaker. 